Hey everybody, it's Nick with Comics Beer and Sci-Fi. We are in Boston, and I am here with a gentleman who needs no introduction to any comic book fan, Mr. Bob McCloud, a wonderful artist, and probably one of your main claims to fame, not your only claim to fame, is the co-creator of The New Mutants. Right. Can you tell us, how did that all come about? Yeah, sure. I had done a couple uh, fill-in issues of the X-Men, and they liked what I did on those issues, and at the time, the uh, X-Men artist had just left. Cockrum. And so they needed somebody to take over the book, and they offered it to me. And I said, wow, great, I'll take it. And they said, but we also have this spinoff for the X-Men we're thinking of doing. Uh, it's going to be a younger team of X-Men, and um, we're going to need an artist for that. And you could be co-creator on that book. And I said, oh, wow. <laughs> I, mean, I, w I would love to be a co-creator, but I really want to draw the X-Men. And I, you know, it was a tough decision. Because I didn't know if the New Mutants was going to go anywhere. Right. Very tough decision, but in the end I decided um, co-creator, how many chances I'm going to get to do something like that. So I decided on that, and at the time we didn't even have a name for the book. We were considering calling it The Mutants, which was Stan's original title for the X-Men. Right. And I really never liked the title that much. Right. <laughs> but I couldn't come up with anything better, so we ended up going with The New Mutants. And Chris had already come up with some character names and powers. Rain Sinclair was originally going to be an Iranian character. Oh. Changed her over to Scottish. Um, so things were changing. I enjoy drawing females. So I said, well, let's have more girls on the team than guys because every other time, every other team up until that time, there was like a token female. Right. And was the decision to debut the team in a graphic novel just to see how it would do? No, we were going to have it a regular issue. It was going to be a regular comic. And I was going to have all the time in the world to do my absolute best work. This brand new premiere series. And there was no deadline at that time. And then at the same time, though, they were starting up the graphic novel line and looking for projects to make into graphic novels. And so they were really needing something for graphic novel number four. Number four, yes. And we just happened to be coming out at that same time. And so they said, hey, let's make it a graphic novel. And I said, yeah, that's, that'd be great. But unfortunately, the graphic novels were on a different schedule than the comics. So instead of having all this time to do my best work, I was already behind schedule. Uh. And I had to rush through it. And they were going to give the inking to someone else. And I said, oh, no, you got to let me ink this. It's a graphic novel. I really want to ink it myself. Yeah. Um, so I had to ink it through my honeymoon to meet the deadline. I had a month-long honeymoon, luckily. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so it was okay. But still, um, I had to just draw it and ink it as fast as I could go. So. Did you draw God Loves, Man Kills, the graphic novel? That of the was Brent Anderson. Okay, I'm sorry. So I, that was number five was right number after five, mine. Right. And he had a lot of time. Right. So I was always kind of envious that they didn't give me the break that they gave Brent, yeah. where I could have done my best work. I mean, I think I did some good work on the graphic novel, oh, yeah. but I think it could have been a lot better if I'd had more time. Yeah. Because The New Mutants was my first regular penciling assignment. Yeah. And I was still kind of uh, forming my ideas about visual storytelling. So I needed time to think about my layouts and my poses. And um, I just didn't have that on the graphic novel. I just had a first thing that came to my mind and throw it down on paper. The, the X-Men were kind of hitting their peak popularity at that time. Um, even though John Byrne had recently left the book, uh, was that what prompted a spinoff? Was the popularity of the original team or was it just something, hey, let's just make another group? Yeah, it was 
uh, the X-Men were, were popular, so they wanted to do a spinoff. Jim Shooter, the head office, wanted to um, have a spinoff. And then at the same time, Chris and the editor, Louise, were talking about it. Uh, so coincidentally, everybody was thinking it was a good time to have a spinoff. Uh, but we wanted to make them more multicultural than the X-Men. Yeah. Go back to the idea of teenage superheroes. Right. If you remember the X-Men when they started out, I think it's said on the comic book, teenage superheroes. Right. And they kind of aged out of that. They were gifted youngsters. Yeah. They <laughs> aged out of that. And so we let's go back to have them really young and in school as students. Right. And also, we didn't know if we were going to have school uniforms or if we were going to have individual costumes. And so we decided, let's go with school uniforms since they're going to be students in the school learning to use their you brought powers. back the original X-Men costumes. Uh, similar costumes to the original X-Men costumes, yeah. Bob, you had such a long, wonderful career. What are some of... The the, your other highlights that you've really enjoyed working on, characters and story-wise? So many things. I mean, uh, I was so lucky to, to have so many projects that I really enjoyed working on. But the main comic book I read as a kid was Superman. Okay. Uh, I read Superman and my sister bought Archie comics and then we'd swap them off. Um, but so was, I in, ended up penciling Superman uh, in the 90s and so it was a big, like an honor. Wow. Uh, for me to be able to draw Superman for my job. So that's a, that's a highlight for me. And then I did various Spider-Man fill-ins over the years, and I had a mini-series with The Punisher that I did. I remember that. So I liked those. I uh, liked working on Star Wars with Tom Palmer, my favorite inker. Yeah, he's a um, great inker, yeah. Well, he was my inspiration as an inker. I studied his inking a lot to learn how to ink. And uh, it was great working with him on Star Wars. Dale Keon on The Hulk when I was inking him. And my favorite ink was John Buscema on Conan the Barbarian. Oh, yeah, great stuff. Did you do the comic or the Savage Sword of Conan? I never did him on Savage Sword. Okay. I only did the color comic. Okay. Um, but I, I also inked him on some covers for Tarzan and Conan. Um, and I loved inking John's work. Awesome. And are you working on anything these days? Are you just kind of enjoying the, the adulation of us fan fan fanatics of your work? <laughs> I am pretty much uh, don't look for work in comics anymore. Um, I don't really turn it down. So if Marvel emails me and say they want me to do a cover, I still do variant covers occasionally. Okay. And I was just talking to another artist who was looking for someone to ink his work. Uh, so I said I'd you know be happy to ink an issue if you want to see what it looked like. Um, but I'm I'm not really looking for work in the comics anymore. I'm happy doing commissions for the fans and uh, just coming to conventions is enough for me. Okay, one last question, and I won't take up any more of your time. What do you think of the, our culture and how it is, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and how everything is just so dominated by stuff that you kind of got made fun of, or at least I did, back in the day? Yeah, yeah, whoever saw this coming, yeah. you know? We, are, we used to just think we were this nerdy little culture, subculture, and now it's mainstream culture. And comics, superheroes are everywhere. Um, you know, there's pluses and minuses. Right. I don't like the way... The movies are kind of uh, influencing the content of the comics. Right. They're trying to make the, the costumes look like the movie costumes. And there's a reason we did the costumes the way we did in the comics. And there's a reason why they do them the way they do them in the movies. And they don't necessarily work as well, you know, switched. Right. So, uh, you know, like I say, there's pluses and minuses. I think it's great that they're out there in the movies and I enjoy the superhero movies. These conventions aren't just comics anymore, right. they're TV celebrities, merchandise and all this stuff. You kind of lose a little bit of the, of the specialness of it being a tiny little... Yeah, let's not forget our roots, comic books. Right.
Okay. Thanks so much, Bob. It's been a pleasure. Nice talking to you.